from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Weekly behind the mask College Hockey. lunch cater your next event or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces the nchc and nc Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search T-G-R-A-N-R-U-D at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game and style at summerskates.com. Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us on this Tuesday night for College Hockey West Weekly, the podcast that got us all started on the eve of the NCHC unofficial start of the season and the NCHC Media Day tomorrow in St. Paul, Minnesota. Scott Strandy with you in St. Paul, Minnesota tonight. My co-host, as always, probably dusting things off, getting cleaned up, because now Rico Blasi understands about the palatial estate. Paul Hornstein, how are you tonight? I really don't know what to say because Rico does not understand that this is not. <laughs> are you there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, he does. He fully understands now about he the palatial estate out on the yeah. Long Island. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. No. Well, anyway, how are things on the island today? Why is tomorrow unofficial? I don't know. Michael Michael Weissman, the associate commissioner for the NCHC, he said it's the unofficial start of the twenty three twenty four 
conference season or hockey season. Anyway, I don't know if Paul's on mute or if I just lost him. No, but, I'm on um, mute. I can't hear him. I'm on mute because I don't oh, want to okay. hear myself. <laughs> um, well, let's get him on here and let's. And 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 what do you mean unofficial? I mean, do you have to be credentialed for this? Why is it unofficial? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Do you have to be credentialed for this? Yeah. I'm absolutely. You have but to be. it's official. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Then it's official. Uh, it's for media. It's for media only. Um, well, but there are some fan but, experiences going on, which we'll get into on the show tonight as we discuss okay, the you start. Use the fr you use the phrase unofficial. Okay, let me read it directly from the website of the NCHC. That's fine. Hey, the annual NCHC Media Day is set to yeah. unofficially start the 2023-24 season on Wednesday at the XL Energy Center. Why I, is I took it that from Michael Wiseman. Why if is you it don't like it, If you don't like it, you tell Michael. Oh, I'm telling him right now. <laughs> Why anyway. is it unofficial? Again, is it organized? Do you have to be credentialed? Can anybody? I mean... <laughs> Uh, listen, I understand uh, they're letting you in, so it's like anybody can be let in. I get yeah, that. Yeah, true, true, very true. But why is it unofficial? Is I don't know. A, is, it, is, it, is there a <laughs> why, why order does it, to this? Is it, is it why do you have to take off on a tangent the wrong direction? Well, well, I'm just, listen, I am just asking the question. It is my job as the muckraker. It is my job as the layperson to ask these questions. I don't know. I guess it's because they haven't uh, started the games yet. Maybe that's what Michael considers the official start of the season when the puck drops on October 6th and 7th. Uh, whatever. I mean, that's just... <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to bury the lead because we're going to start with this and then work backwards as to what's going on this, uh, this week. But... Uh, you and I both had the privilege of voting in the NCHC preseason poll, both for the all-conference team and the preseason poll um, for the teams. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to bury it. I'm not. I'm just going to start. Denver, 199 points, 11 first-place uh, votes, uh, is the number one team, uh, according to the media, right. starting the season. Said to Shocked it. at that, Paul? Surprised at that? Denver? No. I, I may not have put them first on my ballot, but that doesn't mean I'm surprised by it. Well, and when I look at this whole list from one to eight, I what I see is a whole bunch of people voting for what they saw last season with the exception of one team. That one team is North Dakota. They uh, have them at number two with 175 points, 12 first-place votes. Um which is, you know, and I love the Pioneers. You know that. They're one of the teams in our area. North Dakota now in our coverage area. Omaha now in our coverage area. And Colorado College Tigers 
in our stop uh, it, please. in our covered I'm area. Begging you to stop it. Begging you to stop it. It's so. I'm, it is I'm so the one that's. I'm the one that's got to bring out the uh, pom poms every now and then. So yeah, anyway, I get that. But this, this. You know. <laughs> anyway, is- so as we look at this, uh, I'm yeah. going like, okay, if this is a true preseason poll. Is that how you're supposed to look at it? You're supposed to look at how teams did last year and then go, yeah, that translates. Or are you supposed to take a look at that, but then also take a look at the changes that were made in the lineups and the rosters and go, you know what? Some guys left, some guys came. This is how I think uh, it's good. To me, that's how you look at a preseason poll. And clearly, I am in the minority. Well, you're usually whatever you you usually you're wrong. So that's not except I did pick 100% correct on the all season or the all conference preseason team. And again, they were wrong. They were all right. No. <laughs> yeah, that's how they posted no. it. Anyway. Well, maybe that's how they, that doesn't make it right. Huh? That, do, that it makes it official. Whatever. No, well, I thought this was unofficial. No, the preseason poll was official anyway <laughs> so denver number one north dakota number two st cloud right. state 155 points two first place votes is number three right western michigan 126 points and two first place votes minnesota duluth 123 points and one first place vote omaha comes in at number six with 113 points Number seven, the Colorado College Tigers with 89 points. And number eight, Miami with 28 points. Uh, And, of course, Omaha, Colorado College, Miami did not garner a first-place vote. Paul, we've talked about this uh, at nauseum for quite a few months now, and we we both agree that that one through seven, uh, maybe three through seven, is kind of a a a pick-em. I pick them, right? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a crapshoot. I mean, I, I, you can make a legit. I, I picked North Dakota first. I'm one of the twelve. Okay, um, but there's no question that you can make a legitimate argument. Obviously, for Denver, you know, I picked them second, so it's not like I'm saying, oh, I picked Denver to come in fifth or sixth. I don't know how everybody else picked them to come in first. As you can see, Denver and North Dakota split, you know, the amount of first place votes. As a matter of fact, North Dakota had one more first place vote than Denver. I'd be very I would be I'm very curious to see, or I would be, because North Dakota obviously getting the most first place votes uh coming in second place overall. That means a couple of people had them probably in the four five range. Because that's a that's a big that's difference how, in overall. That's how it would happen. Yep, that's how it would happen. Because that's a big over different overall difference in points uh, from one ninety nine to one seventy five. So you're sitting there, and there are twenty eight ballots. Twenty seven, or did somebody else vote that didn't vote in the preseason? Uh well the the release says twenty eight possible first place votes. Okay, cool. So, you know if you're sitting there, right, um, and you have two hundred, you have twenty eight voters, and 
if everybody voted for the same team to come in first, you'd have 224 points. So if you have 199, uh, you basically, uh, you know, garnered 88% of a possible 220-something points there. Good, good, good. Paul Hornstein doing math on the air. Love it. I use the calculator. I don't want to sit. I'm not. Don't sit here and and, and I want to make it sound like I'm doing this off the top of my head. Okay. So, uh, it, you know, you're you're talking about, you know, like I said, I mean, more people thought North Dakota w- will win the conference, but overall had them coming in second. Um, then there's a little gap, a, a kind of a gap, like you figured St. Cloud's kind of in there in the, in, and at, at their own level, so to speak. Like I said, I'd have to see how the ballots played out, but again, I, I lead, I haven't seen anybody that hasn't said three to seven could finish in any order. Now I don't see everybody. I don't see every media person. And I are, you know, in every one of their ballots, like, you know, like Michael has, and I'm not asking him to tell us because that would be wrong. But uh, as I sit here and, and I look at it, I said the, the, the half dozen or so ballots ish, I don't know, maybe it's four or five that, that I've seen, or at least opinions that I've seen on uh, the the site formerly known as Twitter. X. X, X. Twitter. Let's go with X. We're going to call it Twitter. Um, you know, there seems to be a general consensus. And the fact that you had five different teams, and I don't know who voted for these various teams to come in first place. You know, you had two voters vote for St. Cloud to win the conference and two for Western Michigan and one for your Bulldogs. I don't see it, but that's why I didn't put it that way in my ballot. Um. <laughs> I love it. Um, let, let's let's do this for a minute. Let's uh, take a look at the uh, the grouping and uh, let's kind of break it down, if you will. I the reason that I didn't predict Denver to be number one, and the only reason, because I know David Carl, I know his his philosophy on coaching i know the history of, of, of pioneer hockey i understand all of that i'm just a little bit on the paul hornstein show me stage when it comes to 10 freshmen i think you have to show me a little bit first before i can put you in front of a team that has a whole bunch of proven college hockey players we just don't know how much they're going to come together and how good they're going to be but north well, dakota North Dakota's got two things going against them. They got to gel a whole bunch of really good veteran hockey players, and they also got to play probably the toughest schedule in all of college hockey. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the conference schedule. Sure does. Sure does. Well, they 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 have to come through games um, into the conference healthy, prepared, um, or the conference can bite you. Well, the conference can always bite you whether you're healthy or not. 
Right, but when you're up against the schedule that North Dakota has, before, after, and during the uh, NCHC season, boy, you, you got to come together a fast, and you got to come together uh, and and stay healthy. Um, you know, and, and when you talk about how fast it happens health-wise, what happened out in New York City, Paul, or New Jersey in the Meadowlands? Um, I don't know what happened. Um, somebody who played four snaps or five snaps um, blew out his Achilles and is done right. for the year. So right. an injury can happen that fast. That fast. So just because you look really good on paper doesn't mean that it's going to hold up. Um, I like North Dakota. I think they will come together. I like what Brad Berry's doing. Uh, and I think they could be nearly unstoppable if it all fits. But that's the question I have. Does it all fit? So Denver, I'm worried about, not worried, I'm, cons- um, I'm anxious to see how your freshman fit into the college game and lineup. North Dakota, I'm worried about how your veterans go- come together to, to turn into a team. St. Cloud State, I like you. I think you're doing uh, great things there. Um, Brett is uh, a bulldog, so why would I not think that? But I'm, I'm skeptical on the goaltending. You and I have talked about it. I'm skeptical about goaltending, and if you're skeptical about goaltending, boy, that could be a problem. Well, so I my first that's, three, that's what I think. I, I think that's a, a, an overall problem for the, some of the teams in this the, the teams that have the goaltending or don't have the goaltending questions, uh, those guys are, are locked in, right? You, you assume just from past history that Ludwig Pearson at North Dakota is going to be pretty good, and Lacozzi at Omaha is going to be pretty good, uh, Barrico is going to be pretty good at CC, okay? Um, and, and when you, and, and then at that point, you know, you have to sit there and wonder, um, not that the guys that are there are necessarily a a poor goalies, but, you know, Dominic Bassey has to be able to prove he can do it over, uh, uh, you know, uh, a full season because he's going to have, he's not going to play half the games this year. He's going to play most of them. Yeah, one would think. We'll, uh, we'll, okay. we'll find out a little more from Brett Larson on that uh, tomorrow. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, but you, you understand my point. Guys that have not proven they can do it over a full season kind of now have to show that they can do it over a full season, right? Um, Western Michigan's in a little bit better shape with Cameron Rowe because he did do it last year. Okay, um, you know, so he's a legit, you know, he's a legit threat. Um, but I, I don't think people would put him in the same class as some of those other guys, right? Uh, your Bulldogs, Zach Stasekel, uh, I guess they and they have cornered the market on Zach's uh, for Zach goalies, but um. You know, he only did it for half a season last year, too. So we, we have guys that have not been the locked-in number ones, okay, on, on, on their teams at any point. Okay? Well, uh, let, me, let, let me, before you continue, because I know where you're going with the next two, um, before 
I look at that, and, I, and you just talked about how important goaltending was, and you said CC's got a great goaltender in Caden, the Sponge America. We understand that. Stop that. Um, but anyway, um, why why would Colorado College be number seven? Um, I mean, are, are people just not paying attention? I mean, what does Chris Mayod and the guys have to do uh, at Colorado College to get a little bit more respect? I mean, they were just one game away from well, that's uh, it, right? winning the, the tournament. Well, had they done that, the they might have. Off. Had but, they done that, they might have. Okay, but they then took that team that was that close and made it better, a lot better. And and now you're not even giving them any love at all in the in the preseason poll. I mean, I think you got to look when you're doing a preseason ballot. I think well, you got to look at the past and the future, and you got to join them together. And I don't know if there's a, there's a roster saved north saved from North Dakota um, that improved more than the Colorado College Tigers. God, please stop that! It's so embarrassing. It really is. Um, the 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 fact of the matter is, it's kind of hard for me to sit there and 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 say, "Well, you guys got it wrong." At least on some of this, because I've been saying all along, you could pull it out of a hat. Three to seven, so. I mean, you know, it based, I, you know, without seeing the actual ballots, that could be closer than you think. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it is. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that you're, you're sitting here and, like I said, the, the, the takes that I have seen, and that's obviously not 30 of them, okay, just the ones that I've seen that have come across my Twitter feed. Your X um, feed? Twitter. You turned into um, X. Twitter. And, uh, you know, I've seen those, and, and, and most of those people are, seem to be of the same mindset that uh, three to seven is is a scramble. I get that. I get that. I totally get that. So, and so I, I agree mean, with you. But not... here's what I'm saying. When you're doing a preseason poll, you should take, in my opinion, you should take what you saw last season, and right. what was brought in to add to this season, join the two together. And if you do that, I don't see how you can put Colorado College 7. I just don't. Because they were right there. And uh, if you look at their track record under Coach Mayotte, they've gotten better and better and better every year. And now he's finally got a whole group of his very own recruits. And I think by looking at what these guys have done um, – in their junior ranks and high school and wherever they were at prior to coming to CC, I think okay, that they, they are okay. quite a bit better. And they got a goaltender who is one year experience now and is already proven to be pretty solid. Well, uh, okay. And you could sit there and say that, but using your own words, we are talking about a team that was 13 and 22 last year overall and six and 13 in the league. In regulation, all right, with wins and losses, so you're talking eight and sixteen. You only won one out of every three games going into the conference tournament. So you could sit there, and and I'm sitting there, and and I'm sitting here and telling you 
that they could I, that they could, I don't would not be shocked if they finished as high as third or seventh. I would not be shocked at anything on either end of that spectrum because that's how close I think it is. But if you talk, you know, just based on using your own words, okay, they like I said, they were a team that was eight and sixteen in the league. Okay, that's that's what I was telling you. Using my own words, that's previous. Now you got to look at what they well, brought so, in, right? But so the, and merge the two together, and you're telling me that that what you're trying to tell me is that their record last year is exactly the same as they're going to be this year. No, that's be- not what I'm telling you. Well, then how do they finish seventh? Okay, again, the, I'm talking you, about yeah, the poll. I know, right. I know what you're going to tell me. You're going to say they could be anywhere from three to seven. I agree. But the poll right now, the preseason poll, says that they are number seven. And I'm saying you have to look at last year like we just did and documented it very well. And you have to look what they brought in. And you have to look at where they were come tournament time. And you have to kind of look at it and go like, I I think they're just going to get better because they got more quality depth. And they already are showing that they are learning how to win, so I don't see how you can put them exactly where they were last year. Well, because they didn't win that one last game. Yeah, but they were there, and there are other they teams that weren't there. They didn't win. Yeah, but they but weren't even asking, there. There are other teams that weren't even there. You're asking how they could do it, and I'm telling you how. And I'm telling you that if, if your team wasn't there, then how can you say that your team is better? Uh... Do we really have to go through that? We can no. if you want. No, I'm just telling you. I, I, I think, in my opinion, they have them way too low. And I'm not going to take away anything from any other team. I'm just saying, like, this team could have been up three more spots. And I think when the season's over with, you will see them in the top four. I, you will see them hosting games in the quarterfinals at Ed Robeson Arena. That's what right. I think. Right. Well, listen, you know, they went on a big run at the end of the season. Ran out of gas in 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 the at the in in the finals of the conference tournament. Okay? Against a very good St. Cloud team. And I'll sit here again. Could they finish in the top 4? Yes. Could they finish 7th? Yes. That's, you know, you're asking a team, despite how they played in the conference tournament, to make a turn a, a huge turnaround. And I'm not saying it can't happen, but you're asking me how the the majority of the media could have them as the seventh place team. I'm telling you how they can. I'm just with saying all the, with all the improvements and all, because again, it's not like everybody else stood still. And there's one I know, but there's one other thing that you have to take into consideration, and I don't think any media, with the exception of maybe you and I, did. That you have to look through the schedules, and you have to look through what teams are going to play, when they're going to play them, how it all works out for them. And I think this season, Colorado College will have the best competitive advantage if you can say that in a schedule uh, of any of the teams in the nchc 
I think everything is set up perfectly for them this year to take advantage of a schedule that, um, you know, is laid out right in front of them. And I believe that they'll stay on focus, on task, because they'll take it one game at a time as you cliche it all the way to the uh, frozen faceoff. But I just think, and this is, again, my opinion, and that's what we do on here. We talk about opinions. Uh, I just think that they're being overlooked quite a bit. And I think that they will show uh, very quickly that they belong in an upper echelon, certainly this season. I don't know next season or the season beyond or whatever, but I know this season they will be a different team than uh, played last season. Uh, we, we, I expect that to be the case. Um, you know, but let's, we, we could talk about the schedule if you want, especially the conference schedule where they open up with a home and home at Denver and then have to go to Miami and are those games that they should win? Yes. But after playing your rival to start the season, you know, uh, the, the the hardest game to play, and I realize I'm talking about baseball here and, and, and not hockey, but the toughest game to play in baseball is the second game of the season. There's no hype. There's no pomp and circumstance. It's usually cold. There's just me with the pom-poms. No, that's everywhere. But <laughs> so I was looking for purple and white ones last night, by the way. I'm sure you'll find them. Um, I thought the colors were purple and gray. Purple, gray, white, whatever. Whatever. The, the, the website, the official website is purple and gray. So whatever. Um, I think they use white too, though. I'm sure they do. Um, you know, so going to Miami after playing your rival could be a trap. You know, I, I think how my CC handles those two games will be a better indication of what they could be than the two games, the home and home opening up with Denver. I could be overthinking it too, but. You know, um, you know that's that's to me that's just a a a situation that you have to look for. Um, you know, playing in December and 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 obviously you'll see the what I'm getting. You know, playing ASU in Tempe at the beginning of December. And going from Tempe to Grand Forks. Now, yes, it's a conference game, but don't tell me that that's not going to, at least for a few minutes anyway, be like, what the? Okay. All right. So <laughs> I yeah. get it. Okay, okay. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's come back and, and let's dig into the NCHC preseason all-conference team we didn't get a lot of time last night obviously because uh coach Blasey was on but we'll talk about that and then i want to talk a little bit about what's going to happen tomorrow at media day because they got a lot of great things going on i don't know if you've seen that paul uh with the takeovers on instagram and facebook and on twitter and I've everywhere else you can go on the, uh, on the okay. website so let me recap the preseason um media poll 
for the NCHC, and then we'll go to break. Denver, 199 points, 11 first place is number one. Um, North Dakota, 175 points total, 12 first place votes. Number three is St. Cloud State, 155 points, two first place votes. Western Michigan comes in at number four with 126 points, two first place votes. The number five spot goes to the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs at 123 points and one first place vote. Number six goes to Omaha with 113 points. Number seven goes to Colorado College with 89 points. Number eight goes to Miami with 28 points. That's the way the media sees it as we go into media day tomorrow. And we're going to take a quick break. Paul and I will be back to uh, give you some more um, information on NCHC Hockey 23-24. We'll be right back. Passion, talent, development. NCAA Hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. 
Indeed it is. College Hockey West Week. And if you can hear things in the background, I, I think I have a, uh, a stampede of horses above my room here in St. Paul. Uh, Scott Strandy with you tonight from St. Paul, Minnesota. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul, is it still beautiful out there or has it uh, changed a little bit? Uh, today was actually kind of nice. Oh, okay. Good. Unex- I hear unexpectedly, that. Um, it's been weird. It's um it changed the weather has changed all the time so um as we wait and see what happens with hurricane lee so yeah um, i hear you well uh, we're all thinking about that hoping that it just uh, stays out to sea and doesn't cause too many too many problems for the united states as the hockey season gets underway okay we're still talking nchc hockey this is the whole night devoted to nchc hockey basically because media day is tomorrow we believe it's the best conference in college hockey top to bottom um hence the uh, fact that we think three through seven could be juggled in any order uh nothing to take away from miami you have a shot always but um we also think that there are two pretty clear-cut teams uh, yeah. over and above and i think that the rest of the media thinks the same thing as uh you look at um, Denver with 199 points, North Dakota with 175 points, and getting 20, what, 23 first place votes between the two of them, right? Uh, out of 28 total, so right. that's that's a pretty dominating top two. Um, and like I said in, in the first part of the show, is that I, I have concerns about how fast the Denver 10 freshmen can uh, adjust to college hockey. And I have concerns that North Dakota's uh, elite group of college hockey players has to learn to come together and play as a team to, to win a championship and win college hockey games. Um, those are the two things that I'm concerned with at the top of the NCHC teams poll. But yesterday they also revealed the preseason all-conference team for the players. And uh, Paul, you and I both had a vote in this as well. Yep. Um, do you want to tell you. people that mine was perfect? My ballot was the perfect ballot? Um, except your ballot, I don't care that other people agreed with you would be wrong. That's all. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, here's your preseason all-conference team. Um, ja- Jackson Blake, forward from North Dakota. Massimo right. Rizzo, forward from Denver. Reese Caber, forward from North Dakota. Jack Peart, a defenseman from St. Cloud State. Sean Behrens, a defenseman from Denver. And the goaltender, Caden Embarico. Uh, from Colorado College, so a pretty good cross reference. Uh, you would expect, you know, as you, as the top two teams, North Dakota would have a couple, and Denver would have a couple. Um, kind of crazy to me, Paul, that there's uh, two North Dakota forwards, and Denver has a forward and a defenseman. Uh, surprising to you at all? Um, surprising? No. Do I agree with it? No. Um. You know, I the I do I, I I did have a Denver defenseman on my ballot. It just wasn't the one that ended up being there. Um. By the way, Sean Barons is going to yeah. be here tomorrow at representing right. Denver. So you want me to tell him that? I should tell him that. Well, let me tell you. You, you didn't uh, think I, he was that, that good. That is that is up to you. <laughs> that is entirely up to you. I'll just um, give me your phone yeah. number. You two can hash it out. It's all, it's all good. Listen, if I was trying to hide it, I wouldn't say anything here. <laughs> uh, anyway, I love to give you a bad time, as you know. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about, um, 
when I get a chance with Caden, the sponge, and Barico is those new pads. We've already talked about them a little bit, but the sponge with new pads, that that has to be a good sign. Sparkle. Stop it. And just ask Menino. They sparkle. I'm begging you to stop. Please. <laughs> anyway. Swaggy um, P. <laughs> me and Swaggy P. Oh, God. Don't make me um, start saying. No, please. God, no. I'd rather you go back to <laughs> your silly nicknames. Anyway. Holy any, smokes. Anyway, um, Reese Gaber, Sean Barons were the only repeat. Uh, or were both repeat uh, selections to the NCHC preseason all-conference team uh, that's been selected. They were selected to the 22-23 squad as well. Um, Jackson Blake, that, that kid is going to be a star in the making. Does he have any bloodlines, by the way? Might be faster than his father. Yeah, I think he might be, and that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you know, Jason Blake, his father, was on those uh, early two th- was on that early two thousands team uh, that uh, you know kind of started a small Islander revival. Uh, still, one of the wait a minute, Jason Blake played for the Islanders. Yes, go. Just go to the your favorite search engine and go J, uh, Jason Blake penalty shot. <laughs> okay. That's all, okay. That's all you have to do. Okay. Um, so could he have scored on the power play? And did he score in the power play? And would have helped your guys this year? At his Even at his age, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, I think Jackson Blake is, is a star in the making if he's not already. Uh, I look across this all-conference team, and you and I talked about We said, how should we attack this? And we said, Let, let's talk about some of the guys that maybe should have been on there that aren't on there. So go ahead. Who do you think should have been on this all-conference preseason team? Well, again, uh, when I thought I had to make two teams worth of picks, okay, I had both Sean Behrens and Shai Booyam in the top four. Okay. So oh, Shai Booyam is uh, your player that you think should be in the all-conference preseason team. Yes. All right. Anybody else you saw that you yeah. thought should be there? I, I, I would have had Massimo Rizzo had we had six forwards to pick. We did not. We only had three. Okay. Um, I also thought that uh, Gleb... I'm going to get it right eventually. For Veremiev from CC. Just say it fast, as Peter Menino says. It always works out well then. Yeah. Um, In in the top six forwards, I I don't, you know, I'm sure that not everybody would agree with me on that, but I I, I think that CC's offense took took a very sharp turn. When he got hurt last year, I don't think anybody would argue with that point with you. Um, I think, as far as coming into the season, though, I think that's where the media looked at it and said, "Okay, um, yeah, he was on a really good pace to become a really big star in this conference." But 
as you said, he did get hurt, and now he has to, to get over an injury, and I think he will, but I think it might take a little time, and that would keep him down a little bit on the all-conference team if you're only picking three forwards. Well, that, I don't that, see like how I you said, can put it, him ahead right? of the other three. You know, that's, that's like I said, that's, um, um, you know, I would and, and, and the other forward that would have been in the top six is Ben Steves from your Bulldogs. You're just trying to get on my good side. That's it. That's never happening. <laughs> I won't let sure? it happen. Really? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure because, you know, I would have, I, I, I don't want to embarrass myself like that. <laughs> anyway. Um, and, and here's the guy that, that probably would have been the only, I would have been the only person, um, who was who was thinking this way is i as i said the other as i said we talked to michael and obviously he's not gonna you know he doesn't have as much you know opinions that he can give on terms of individual teams and players so to speak but um i I probably would have been the only person that picked garrett pike or at least was considering him for that quote-unquote top two teams that i thought uh, originally that uh, we had to, to figure out. Um, I believe I had five defensemen on my list to start with, and and I can't remember, I think seven forwards, and I can't remember who the other guys were. But um, I love Garrett Pike. I think the North uh, he's, Dakota he, fans. Yeah, I think he, the North Dakota fans are going to love him. He he's 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 a real deal. Let's just put it that way. You know, and for a, North Dakota to get him, that is a, a coup of all coups. You know, especially if you know, is he the sexy guy? No. Um, but is he that rock solid? Um, always going to be two way defenseman. You know, always going to be in position and and be the unnoticed defenseman because he's not going to make the mistakes. Uh, I, I to me that that's a guy that you just cannot. I mean, you're gonna he's going to get a lot of minutes oh, on yeah. the North Dakota team. He's he's, he's earning them right now, my on, friend. In the practice sessions, I'm telling you, he is earning minutes. Right. I I I don't know how. Brad Berry's going to pair him up. I I don't you know I I don't know him well enough to know his specific philosophies. No matter how many games I watch, because I don't you know we we know, uh, but um, I think you're going to see if you're a green and white fan out there, you're going to see Garrett Pike get a lot of minutes in all situations. Maybe he doesn't play a power play as much, but he's going to be the guy out there killing penalties. And he's going to be the guy on the ice in the last 60 seconds of a game with the game on the line. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, uh, totally agree with it. He may not, quote, stand out in terms of uh, the flashiness, but that's the kind of player that a coach loves. Yeah, without a doubt. And um, checks in the mail, I'm told. 
for all uh, that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I have no Garrett. shame. I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, um, so tomorrow, as I mentioned, media day gets underway. Um, the media comes in at, at 11, basically. And uh, before that, though, the players get involved. Each team will bring one student representative. I think this is a telling tale on two parts, Paul. As I look down the eight student athletes that will be there, I see one fifth year, a grad, a grad, a senior, another senior, another senior, a grad. Oh, yeah. Then I see Sean Barron's, a junior. Um, I'm feeling that Sean Barron's might be wearing, if not the C, uh, an A okay. uh, for Denver this year. I okay. also can tell you that makes me think that that Sean Barron's might be playing his last season of college hockey. We know that, you know, and I'm sure all the other schools and coaches do it too, but, you know, we, we know from, from speaking to various people that when he got, when, when he went to Denver, David Carl in his, and, and, you know, in, in their discussions and the recruiting discussions knew that, you know, basically planned for him to leave at a certain point. And it just so happens he plays his uh, college hockey in the same city that uh, he is drafted by in the NHL, which is the Colorado Avalanche. So don't be surprised if uh, the Avalanche are really watching Sean Barron's close this year. Well, okay. they well, I'm sure they are, but that also might make them say, hey, you know what? We can watch him from here. You know, maybe maybe he does stay another year. Maybe, but I think because uh, he's there, had he been, I, if he was somewhere else, maybe he 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 doesn't. But maybe because he is there, and they don't have to go find. You know, they don't have to. You know, the actual front office can actually see him play on a regular basis, right? It's not like uh, Joe Sackick has to go to. Uh, uh, New Hampshire to watch him play. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I guess the point that I was trying to make is uh, A, I think the uh, selection of Sean Barron's to come to St. Paul uh, for the media day tells me that A, they want to give him that opportunity in case he doesn't come back, and secondly is, yeah, I think he's going to be wearing a letter possibly the C. I haven't seen it yet. I don't have any, any well, word I, on that. I, I'm just speculating. No. But anyway, let me let me get into this before we run out of time. We've got about seven minutes left, but um, in addition to uh, meeting the media and all of that good stuff with us, um, they will have various things for fans to get involved in, starting with the Twitter takeover. And Michael must have been talking to you. It's X, but he's calling it the Twitter takeover. Twitter. Uh, so 9.30 a.m. St. Cloud State, still in Anhorn, um, will be uh, on the Twitter account of the NCHC right. at nine 45. He'll be followed by Miami's Jack Clement. Right. At 10 o'clock, Omaha's Nolan, Nolan Sullivan right. will take uh, to the Twitter X at 10 15 North Dakota's Reese Gaber will uh, jump on board. 10 30 Denver. Sean Barron's will uh, jump on board. 10 45 Colorado colleges. Logan will will be uh, 
in the hot seat, so to speak. And, and you know what? Jerry Cross and the guys at Colorado College are already pumping him up a day early, going like, hey, make sure you're asking Logan some questions. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. Uh, 11 o'clock, Western Michigan's Luke Granger will be on the hot seat. And 11.15, it'll be rounded up by Minnesota Duluth. Uh, Luke Lohite um, who will be on there as well. So that's on Twitter tomorrow if you're a Twitter slash X person. By get the on way, there and watch the uh, takeover. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so people know, by the way, those are central times. Yeah, everybody knows central time. Those are central times. So, <laughs> of course, we're now, in St. Paul, now. Minnesota. It has to be central well, time. I get it. I'm just, listen, if it was me and I was one of their teammates, I'd be punking them, but that's just me. <laughs> That'll probably happen. Anyway, uh, then after lunch, central time, uh, Instagram live uh, takeovers will happen. 12.30, we have uh, St. Cloud State's Dylan Anhorn. 12.50, Omaha's Nolan Sullivan. 1.10, UND's Reese Gaber. 1.30, Denver's Sean Barons. 1.50, Miami's Jack Clement. 2.10, Colorado College's Logan Will. 2.30, Western Michigan's Luke Granger. And 2.50, UMD's Luke Lohite. I believe it's Lohite. Uh, I haven't heard it officially, but Luke, if I'm getting it wrong, uh, punch me tomorrow. You have permission. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so that will be going on uh, all day tomorrow for uh, fans to interact with the NCHC players, the student athletes who have been selected by their school to represent. Um, in addition, as Michael says here, and I'm going to read it word for word, while Media Day serves as the unofficial start of the 23-24 season, the NCHC officially drops the puck on its 11th season on a Saturday, October 7th, with four non-conference contests and a quartet of exhibition games. All eight NCHC teams are in action. Fans can watch more than 150 games live this season on nchc.tv, including four games on the opening weekend. So get out, subscribe to nchc.tv, and save some money with the early bird pricing uh, until the end of this month, until the end of September. So, um, well, the NCHC has eight teams. There's going to be a ninth coming up, Paul. You That's have to know I which watch. team that would be. That's the one I watch. <laughs> uh, okay, just now, checking. Where's the ninth star, Michael? Where's the ninth star? <laughs> I love it. So anyway, that's what's on tap tomorrow. Uh, in addition to the coaches uh, meeting the media, the players meeting the media, um, Commissioner Heather Weems will uh, do her state of the conference speech. Uh, Mike Schmidt, the new director of officials, will um, will meet the media as well and uh, give us an opportunity to ask some questions if we have uh, of rules coming up for the upcoming season. So. Lots of fun stuff coming on. All kicks off tomorrow, as I said, at 9.30 a.m. Central Time with the Twitter takeovers. And then uh, you can look for uh, things coming from a lot of us media people tomorrow on X and uh, Instagram Twitter. and all of the different places. <laughs> Twitter. I love it. Twitter. Anyway, and then we'll put a package together for you. And uh, we'll call next Sunday night College Hockey West Live. It'll be the NCHC Media Day recap. So we'll have sound from a lot of different players and coaches um, and uh, the commissioner, hopefully, and maybe Mike Schmidt, the director okay. of officials. Hopefully. So we'll shoot for all that. And uh, next Sunday we'll be loaded. So you'll want to tune in certainly for that. Paul, I said I was all NCHC. 
we got a couple minutes left. Is there anything out in the hockey world that you saw that you think we need to get in in the final two minutes? Um, well, it's no surprise that BU and BC were picked 1-2 in the Hockey East preseason poll. This was a coach's poll, by the way. Um, with BU getting nine of the 11 first-place votes, uh, BC getting the other two first-place votes. Um, uh, Merrimack getting some love. You talk about them using last year. Picked to come in third by the coaches, followed by Northeastern, UConn, and Providence coming in sixth. Uh, UMass Lowell, UMass Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont to finish out uh, th that coaches poll. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to argue. Um, obviously, the coaches know as well as anybody. Um, we've kind of said all summer long that BU and BC are doing their thing to get back where um, they are the dominant programs in the conference. And, and, and we'll see what happens. I mean, um, I would be shocked if it finished any other way with them finishing up one, two, but you know, I'm not, I, I certainly am not the coaches. So, I mean, you know, I'm just agreeing <laughs> with them. Yeah, and that's shocking that you're agreeing with anybody. No, I just don't <laughs> usually agree with you. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Okay. Just checking. All right. That's it for tonight. We got to get, um, I got to get some rest because yeah, okay. it's going to be a big day tomorrow. Um, Paul Hornstein will just do his, do his thing. And uh, we'll talk about it all on Sunday. Take it away. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly. With three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top, at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the shows at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com. Very well done, uh, my friend. I will say a uh, big thank you to you for everything that you've done to uh, prepare us for another season of college hockey. 
And I will tell everybody tomorrow, tune in to the best conference in college hockey, NCHC, at uh, their website and their social media handles. And just take a listen to some of the greatest athletes that uh, uh, you can find at this age, age level. And um, they'll be future stars in the NHL, no doubt about it. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.